up? This is your boy Joey Burnham. And this is your boy Fred Freeze. Fred Frio. Yes, this is Rio. Everything is grande. Nothing is petito. We have to have that part. We it cannot has to do come the in. show it has without to that part. And this is the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show. What's up, my friend? Yes, sorry about the wait, y'all. We've been going through a bunch of technical difficulties in life. Life has been rough for a lot of people. And not, you know, we've just had some setbacks, but it ain't nothing serious like a lot of stuff we're fixing to discuss today. So, you know, uh, we're back and we're back, sadly enough, at a more somber time. But we're still going to try to entertain y'all, nonetheless. Nonetheless. Yeah. um, Well, shit, you mentioned it. um, So we might as well get right into it. The death of Nipsey Hussle. Yeah, man. That's like I said, I, I just really like I. I mean, I think I've said so much about it. I've said out. So, I mean... There's it, nothing more you can say, really? Yeah, but I mean, I, you know, of course I got to say this for show purposes. So, it's not like I'm not going to say something. But the big thing with me, the big takeaway for me is, it's like I always tell young people. That just reminds me of just being careful with your circle. Um, being careful with... Basically, I think T.I. said it best, really. Like somebody who vibrates, and you can see this at TMZ Live when Ti spoke on it. When you're T, uh, basically Nipsey came from one level, and he started, he worked his way above it. He knew he was more. He knew he could get better, and he wanted to reach back and he wanted to help others. So this man was vibrating at a higher level. He didn't stay stuck at some level. This dude was working to get beyond and teach others and give back and to set things into motion that you hear people talking about all the time. That's what Nipsey was doing. And when you're doing that, sometimes when you do it around people that they have not broken out their level yet, and they stuck in a circle whether it's on their own inner and personal demons you remind them of something about you know themselves that they can't get past or you remind them about something in the universe they just think can exist you know what i'm saying so any any perceived slight or if you handle yourself in a certain way around these guys they're pretty much it's like a it can go bad like a lot of times to not be it's not comical but i think about what aaron mcgruder was trying to say on the boondocks when he did the nigger moment now i want everybody to think about that and how like it affected those black guys even when they didn't kill each other the cops pulled up and killed them right. see that's that's a metaphor right there in the boondocks that nobody looked at right mm-hmm. and then but when two white guys were about to get into it right they just walked off and said, wait a minute. I'm white. I don't got to do this. Oh, God, it's okay. I got a job. I'm okay. And see, that's and that's that's two sides. Like, when T.I. said what he said, that spoke to me. I thought about that, what that Boondocks episode meant. Right. About those breakdown moments that people have. And, you know, and what really just got me about it all is how people, they went straight to, i just put it this way. They went to straight to conspiratorial stuff, which... I was like, man, that's kind of that didn't help me because I was sitting up here like, man, we gotta take a look at the real problem because we gotta solve our problem. Yeah, all that conspiracy shit was bullshit. Yeah, I don't like it when you do that because we gotta solve our problem. Yeah. If I got a problem, me as a man, I gotta look myself in the mirror. Like I tell people, I gotta deal with bad Fred or I ain't got good Fred. You know what I'm saying? I I know I got some effed up ways. I ain't right, even joking. Right, you know what I'm saying? So right. I deal with my effed up ways so I can be a better person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I have to face them. I have to be honest with you. Like if I slight you, I'm a, I am gonna slight you because heck, it's just human. I can't help it. But I gotta own up to it. You know what I'm saying? And you can be like, I forgive you. Or I don't forgive you. You feel me? Right. But it's just man man up. People knowing that you got a man up about stuff, and like a and a lot of people they just ain't doing that, and that's why we lost Nipsey because people don't have that kind of conflict resolution in them. I don't know what this dude's about. He obviously don't. He's not a you know solid dude in the community to be doing something like that. I've heard multiple stories of how the interaction happened with him and stuff. I you know even I don't even understand man. Nothing really comes back to that really. You know you got to think about it. Even if you had a squabble with this dude and y'all got to fighting just a second later man just be like talk trash and be like shoot a fair one or whatever later on maybe you win maybe you lose whatever and keep on with your life you see what i'm saying if um that's that's what pretty much i got to say about it i I just hate that that happened that's ridiculous with all the stuff nipsey was doing yeah it's unfortunate because nipsey hustle was somebody who was trying to give back to the hood yeah he was bringing 
you know, technology programs to the neighborhood. Yeah, and that's and that's STEM. That's science, technology, engineering, and math. Yeah, he was bringing in the um, the actual programs so that the kids could be exposed to it. He was mm-hmm. reshaping basketball courts and had positive messages on the mm-hmm. basketball courts. And most importantly, you know, all of this cooperative business that a lot of people are talking about, he was practicing it. He was actually mm-hmm. giving people opportunity to, to see what you could do. And he was being a blueprint also for these rappers when you think about it. Cause rappers throw away money. He was bringing a lot of stuff to the hood. Yeah. And, you know, that's who that young man kills. Yep. Um, the way I heard the situation went down is Nipsey's in front of the Marathon store that he owns. He owns him and his partners, and they own the entire plaza. Yeah. And Eric Holder comes out there. Nipsey tells him, you're not good for the hood. I'm hearing some snitch allegations toward you. So, hey, man, you don't need to come around here. Eric leaves. He comes back. He shoots Nipsey, tries to run away, turns back around, shoots him some more, tries to run away, turns back around, shoots him some more, and then eventually runs away, hops in the car with some young lady and flees the scene. It's it's ugly. It's it's ugly because Nipsey wasn't just another rapper. He was really a hood philanthropist that would eventually become a world philanthropist. Like this one, it touched me like Pac for real. Like I haven't felt this fucked up since Pac and Biggie. Yeah. It was real unfortunate because he transcended rap. The first time I heard him rap was on that Pox Life CD. Yeah. So that was like in the earlier 2000s. And um, I listened to him and I liked him, but I didn't think anything special about him. Yeah. But then when he released that song, Hustles in the House, years later, that's when I realized, okay, this dude, he just ain't no regular rapper. Yeah. And on the show, we covered Slauson Boy. We covered other albums and things connected to Nipsey Hussle. So one way or another, I got an opportunity to grow with him as a fan. And I liked what he represented. You know, he talked about financial wealth, not just being rich, but wealth and generational wealth. Exactly. Using your dollars to work for you in terms of changing the trajectory of your community and your family and real leadership. You know, changing the pain and, and plight of black America. So we lost somebody who could have been a mayor. Yeah. Could have been in politics. You know what I mean? And on top of all that, he dies the day before he's supposed to have some kind of meeting with the police and 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 about gang violence. Yes, and I forgot who else. There's another person that was supposed to come there in. There was some them. more people supposed, to, supposed be to be there as well. It. And see, and that's what really, that's things, because like I know it's like a Tukey Williams moment. Like sometimes you got to have somebody in that situation to speak the language and that people re- revere and respect because to have youth leaders, you know, I've always said this about Chicago. The reason, one of the reasons why Chicago, there was like 30 shootings the other night and 11 teens were involved, right? You know, whereas you look at stupid stuff like Chicago police uh, are acting like they just upset and everybody's acting stupid over this Justice Smollett thing. I'm like, you guys can't solve the crime that we got in, in the city. You're not looking at you got all these cameras, but you don't know who's shooting anybody. And on top of that, you are not patrolling, nor you're putting stuff in position to do anything, nor are you working with the communities in, in any real way on this. You can look at the Laquan McDonald case where they ain't doing none of this stuff. And that's why having youth leadership, this is what I go back to when I said one of the problems with Chicago is when you had, they locked up every last one of the like warlords or anybody who was like further along, maybe separating themselves from the gang or had some kind of weight that people would have listened to. They locked them all up. This is an instance where the snake reached back and bit somebody who we need, a, a real dude in the game that we needed. You feel me? And it's just it's just one of those type of situations that I'm just like, and this is what I warn kids about. This is my soapbox. I always warn my, I warn kids. I warn my friends. I warn my damn self. It's just like, anytime you do an interaction with people who are really still in that life, they stay coming with baggage. You know what I'm saying? And they don't may not mean no ill will towards you, 
But you got to think about it. It's just gravity. Like, if I got dirt on me, if I'm near you, I could bring that down on you. Men like Pac will kill, not because Pac, they can say, oh, Pac was in a fight beforehand and this happened to do. I'm like, man, most importantly, he's with a dude who has bad gravity, man. Like, you got like Suge Knight. Suge Knight, man, he got that bad energy, man. Bad gravity. I know that sounds crazy. It sounds new age. But you got to think about it. You with somebody who always in some shit. They got bodies or they fighting people all the time. They want to get that dude. You sitting there next to that dude. You bring that into your house. Yeah. You, you, know, gotta, so you gotta you gotta distance yourself from, from certain type of stuff. From hot boys. Yeah, from yeah, from hot boys. Dudes who just gonna live the block. They gonna you know, live and I've, die by the block. You know, you and I yeah. have had to do that. You know, people that you care about, people who mean well. Yeah. But they're just too hot. Yeah. You know, you can't ride in the car with them. You can't chill on the porch with them. You yeah. can't the only thing you could do is have a phone conversation with them. Not because they're bad people. Yeah. Not because they mean to do you any harm, but the lifestyle they're living, it will create collateral damage. And exactly. You don't want to be a part of that. Exactly. That's pretty much and, it. And sometimes you can't tell them that because they'll take it as an affront to, to who them. they are as a person. And yeah. it's like, no, nah, bro, I love you, but you just got too much going on around you. And exactly. I have to distance myself. I can't go down with you. I've told you. That you need to leave this life alone. Yep. You continue to do this. At that point, I gotta love you from afar. Yep. And then on the flip side, you got some people that are just bad people. Yeah. Like a Eric Holder, yep. aka Mac Fly, BKA Shitty Cuz. Yeah. And with a name like Shitty Cuz, that should have been a fucking warning. Yeah. But and at the end of the day, it's unfortunate, man. R.I.P. Nipsey Hustle. Yeah. And you I'm know, just like, please, like, uh, the last thing I'm going to say, R.I.P. Nipsey, most deaf. You know, all kinds of shout outs. I feel sad for Lauren London and, you know, yeah. the, the people I mean, they were such a, they was a real. By, yeah, exactly. Say. That man, that was a, and that was a real family. I'm like, this dude, I mean, I don't even know this dude, but you could just kind of tell his cut. You feel I me? Mean? You tell he was, you know, solid dude trying to do the right thing. You feel me? And so that's what really stings the most. And like, that's why I always try to tell people about the fact that they really need to, you know, watch this type of stuff. Pay attention. It's a, it's a sad, sad cautionary tale. And then another thing is, once you elevate your status, one motherfucker say, "I wish six nine died and Nipsey was still alive." Man, you know, I just, I, you know, I try not to wish death on people, but uh, what can I say? Well, I just put it in rhyme form. Yes, but I heard somebody say that, like how, you know, six nine is still alive, but we lose Nipsey. That's how it is, though. That's how, because the real ones, and and the, and the thing I was gonna say is, one thing is, Nipsey, he was so authentic. He was almost like, you know, when people go to the United Nations, there was a guy who got killed, and everybody was just blaming Obama, they were blaming the Clintons, all this other stuff. But this guy wanted to be embedded at a at a a what you call an embassy with uh, the natives, with with the locals, right? And because he wanted them to feel comfortable. Well, of course you're in a war zone and you ain't got, you know, you ain't got the proper security in a war zone. You know what I'm saying? Something pop off. You know what I'm saying? And that's what happened. They got hit with an ambush. Nobody could get in there in time and it was too late. You feel me? You know, and that's basically the same thing here. Like we were talking about this earlier. You think about it. You got dudes like 50 and all these other people. They keep their security. They keep, I mean, you got dirty cops and everybody been trying to get a him. So I always wonder, like, when you get to a certain status, like, dudes like this shouldn't even get close. Like, and this is just a cautionary tale for all young rappers and people trying to do good in the community and everything. It's not only just what we said, but don't feel ashamed and have, even if you got some, if you hire some local dudes that you knew, you just got to be like, nah, you can't come up through here. You know what I'm saying? I, um, and, you know. I read an LA Times article, I believe. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure it was an L.A. Times article and they had interviewed his brother and he was detailing how he showed up to the scene and basically his final moments with Nip. Yeah. And he said one of the issues was Nipsey had a heart so big that he used that entire plaza and the marathon store to hire convicts because he wanted to help people, you know, reintegrate back into life after coming out of prison and because a lot of his employees at that store 
were convicts, they couldn't carry pistols legally. Yeah. So a lot of people just didn't have pistols because they were convicts. But I think he should have had regular security. From the way I understand it is, number one, Shitty Cuz is a crip. And he lives in that area. So he blends in easily because he's from the neighborhood and he's a part of the same set. So he can come and go as he pleases because he's not seen as an enemy. But still. Number one. You know. Number two, Nipsey is very accessible because he's not one of those, I'm too good for the people so I won't rub elbows. He he was in the hood. And this this is coming from this particular information that I'm giving you now. It's coming from the, it might be the LA Times article. LA Times, LA or New York, but some big publication uh, spoke with his brother and this is what his brother was saying that because of the lack of weapons due to the convicts not being able to carry him he was able to run away come back pull the trigger run away come back pull the trigger yeah but what is security look man I, look, and your point about security is still very valid cause see what I'm gonna go on tell you I'm gonna keep it to you 100 you can actually be a man of the people but you gotta understand when you elevate your status you, you're only one man and you can only have so many access points when you're one man and you elevate yourself you gotta think about it from everybody from let's say somebody like an Al Sharpton or some, whatever like this they all gonna have people with them because okay I'm gonna give you an example and his the, brother wasn't with him either yeah. his brother came to the scene after, after hearing that Nipsey had been shot Yep, and he spent his last minutes with minutes him. with his with his, his, with his brother, brother Neil. Yeah, now, like I was saying, you know, the other day at Rus not at WrestleMania because WrestleMania is tonight, but they had like a situation where, uh, well, I think it's tonight. I don't know. I don't keep a wrestling number, but I know there's a thing that's showing online that's got uh, Bret Hart and the Hart Foundation was being put in the WWE Hall of Fame. Oh, a I know. Guy, yeah. See, okay. This is a perfect example. You're talking uh, about when the fans tackled Bret Hart. And, they, and everybody had to beat his butt. My point about that is, that's a perfect example of why you need security. Or John Lennon. You know what I'm saying? Like, once you get a, once your profile gets... Ronda Rousey's husband, yes. Travis Brown. Yes. Somebody else jumped in, yeah. grabbed the fan, put yeah. some hands on him. Yeah. And so, basically, yeah. what I try to tell people all the time, you got to have security... Not because you're not a man of people. Not because you don't feel yourself you're better than people. It's just the fact that when your profile gets high, you don't know where everybody is. And then people going to hit you up for everything. Like, you can show up just like, if my profile gets high and I show up somewhere, you can have somebody been waiting. Like, I'm at the studio, somebody waiting outside. Man, I got to talk to Freeze, man. I got to talk to him. He going, man, I'm going to let him listen to my tape. He going to love my tape. He going gonna, gonna to change the game. You know, and if I don't talk to him, he may get mad. I could be having a bad day. Could have just had a fight with hell. You know, we could be into it. Everybody could be into it, right? Over some old, you know, and it could be some fluke shit that we ain't really into it about, but we just having a bad day. We ain't seeing eye to eye. And he get mad. He come in shooting up everybody. You know what I mean? So it's one of those type of things that you have to, sadly enough, I, I put it that way, you have to have somebody whose job is to say, where you going? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what you doing, bro? You know what I'm saying? And I'm standing right there, the big arm is standing right there, like, like why are you talking? You yeah, you can go on and talk, but I'm gonna be right here. That dude right. pull out, you know you gotta shoot the you gotta shoot the daggum security, right. you gotta shoot and you got more than one security. You got one dude over here and one dude over there. Especially when you're on the block like that. So that way somebody let off, they ain't finna get for. You know what I'm saying? So it's just one of them type of things that people be like, oh, no, man. You know, because I know one thing in rap, they always be like, I hate fake MCs. They always get hard, but never walk without their bodyguard. Well, I'm like, look, bro, at one time that was real because we were knuckling up. We were knuckling up. At best, you were just going to get scrubbed up and you was going to be in the middle of a melee if you was a tough guy. People were shooting fair ones and stuff like that. Now you're in a generation where dudes are like just shooting. It ain't even no, there ain't no fair ones. Like, you got dudes that name guns dicks, man. Like, I mean, I don't want to be comical, but they up here, they pulling out, talking all kinds of crazy yeah, stuff. Yeah, they call it a clip for dick. Yes. Put I'm the just, dick in, stick the clip in. Yes, I'm like, 
Man, I'm like, no, these dudes are crazy because they when they talk about that stick, they be talking about, I oh, mean, I'm coming in there with all kinds. Of, I'm like, wait a minute, bro, I ain't for the. T-. Well, they said that's you can't kill me like that. That just don't sound right. But anyway, uh, it's very discouraging. It's all discouraging, and it, it, it it's kinda, just really sad, man. It's, it's like really it's, sad. it's, it's the, I, you know, like I said, I, I'm like you. I'm at a loss for words um, with the whole situation with Nipsey. I mean, I just like I said, because he's one of the ones that was really he was vibrating at a high level, like T, like uh, Ti said on TMZ. He was doing everything was we needed. He was he, that dude. He, he was that dude. You know, you got artistically, a lot of people. he was strong and working in the community. So you know, you know, Nipsey, Killer Mike, yep, Jay Z, yep, David Banner, yep, just to name a few. They yeah, these dudes really are doing it. They doing give. It back yes, to the they, hood yes. to the world they really understand yes. that it's going to take somebody like me to change shit mm-hmm. speaking of T.I. you know T.I. recently had to get at Kodak Black yes because apparently Kodak Black was on Instagram live and he said something to the effect of yeah uh, Lauren London she about to be a whole widow in this thing she, she might need Somebody to console her, and you know something to that effect. I can't yeah. quote it. Yeah, but he, he said he that. Was, you know, reckless stuff oh, like some that. Old and, reckless shit. And he also said some other stuff about like people dying, and that makes them legends or something. Now, he this dude, man. Let me tell you, this is what I said about that dude. He is one of those clout rappers, meme rappers, and those are sensationalist type dudes who they don't stand when people try to force you to like Kodak Black it's like they try to force you to like the dance music and stuff that he's creating for the moment but his whole marketing ploy is to work the memes and to say crazy things and when you say crazy things and you work the memes then that's when everybody pretty much you know that's when you get there but the thing is it's like a high risk maneuver in wrestling eventually saying crazy things and work the memes come back on you and hurt you it's the same thing like the when you got shock comedians you know what i'm saying you got shock comedians is that though oh i no i, I truly I don't, I don't even think he's smart enough oh i think he actually is he playing the game Man, that, nigga, that dude is playing the game he's playing the game but i i really think it's more of him just being a, a fucking child Oh, now he is a child. Now he may be a grown man in terms of his age. Yeah. But mentally, he's a fucking child. Oh, you can and tell that's that. That's something that a bad child would say. Yes. Like he really did. He did something that an adult needs to punish him for. Yes. And that's why I appreciate T.I. telling him, hey, bro, you need to fix that expediently. You're out of pocket. I appreciate BG Knockout saying, hey, bro, don't talk about my nigga Nip. I'll beat your motherfucking ass. So yep. I appreciate Tank responding, saying, hey, Kodak, you work with Atlantic. This is a bad business decision. You need to correct this. I, I appreciate Tank because he kept it business. Business. He wasn't yeah. as adversarial as the other guys were, yeah. a BG or a game. That's what they do, though. Tank came in, and he was kind of like, hey, bro, I suggest you fix this situation. But anyway, my point is... The game responded to what he said. BG Knockout responded to what he said. Gilly the Kid responded to what he said. And that shit was hilarious because he went the fuck off on Kodak. Yep. T.I. responded. Tank responded. And, you know, a whole slew of motherfuckers responded. And I agree with all of them. You know, correct that shit. You're out of pocket, bro. You can really get fucking hurt talking about Nipsey Hussle because it's tacky and it's classless speaking on this man's wife. Yep. Um, and like and like Gilly said, what makes you think that Lauren London would, would even fuck with you in the first place? Yep. So, but that's that's beside the point. At the end of the day, you know, Kodak said that insensitive shit, and it was it was a fucking no no. And the OG stepped in and let them know, nah, bro, it ain't it ain't going like that. Yep. Some of the OGs, most of the OGs, was on some shit like, get your mind right before I fuck you up. But Tank, on the other hand, his his whole take was bad move, young blood. You need to correct that. Well, I'm gonna tell you, cause you, like, you right now coops. you got some. Yeah, you got right now you got some uh, some crips that's like really they didn't put some words out there on him, so he better not show up in certain areas. But most importantly, I'm talking about this is a dude who's just caught a rape charge. Um, 
this is a dude who walked off of an interview when asked about a rape charge and everybody got on to do because a lot of people don't like Ebro anyway but of course he you know he questioned him on it and he got up and walked out because and he you could see the look on his face how how real that was because he saw that the gig was up when all his ignorance was up and like i said that's why i said a lot of these dudes yes he is a bad child in a sense but just like six nine these are these clout rappers see what i'm saying he knows when he puts some in the ether it's like a lot of people that use twitter like this including the man that runs this country they don't know they this throw the same out stuff. young nigga who said he was better than pop yeah see what i'm saying because he knows saying that see this is what he's, i told he's a, he likes to challenge authority yes because well he knows it's gonna get people talking that he wants to be i agree villain. with you it's That's that it. I'm, I'm just adding on to because yep. what you're saying is right he's a clout chaser he's a he's a a ruckus yeah like I'm gonna stir the pot He like yeah. stirring the fucking pot So yeah. he is that yes. But in addition to what you're saying He is a bad fucking child oh, So yes, much is. so yeah. That J. Cole In his song Middle Child Even mentioned him saying Kodak Black just need guidance yep. Now J. Cole wasn't slick talking Or trying to diss him He just mentioned Kodak Black needs guidance And he does man yep. I feel sad for Kodak And this may be going in a different direction Than what you intend to talk about but I feel sad for Kodak because he's a young nigga given so much power and influence and he don't know what the fuck to do with it. And that's it. And, and that, but like I'm that Spider Man line. What's the yeah. famous Spider Man line? That With great man, power comes great responsibility. He's got great power, but he is not responsible enough to wield that power in any shape, form, or And fashion. see, that's what happened. That's, see, that's, that's scary. I want you to look at the, the track record, though, of his class of rappers, though. Look with from their name on down to what's happening because I was I was telling uh, Lawrence G, aka Young Trey, uh, we were talking about um, doing a show about what's happening to these rappers now because a lot of them are dying or being killed. It's like a lot like what drill like because you had these clout rappers they're a lot like drill rappers. The drill rappers they die go to jail. That stuff is instantaneous almost. But uh, trap not trap but uh, clout. They are like they create names that are almost disposable. You see what I'm saying? And they don't, you know what I'm saying? They're not trying to live past the moment. And some of them don't even consider themselves rappers. They're almost performance artists. The way I look at it is they're what little B started with the performance artist moment. You know what I'm saying? When he cause this is the part of rap to me that is performance art. You know, when you got your Takashi 6 9s and your Kodak Blacks and all this other stuff, they're performance artists. So they come out and they say sensationalist stuff. You see what I'm saying? And this is that was dark humor and sensationalist stuff, right? And basically, it, you know what I'm saying, backfired. But that's usually what happened with these type of things because you can only push it so far. You know what I mean? You can only push it so far because the last thing I'll say is you got comedians, a lot of comedians now saying, I don't even go to colleges because they don't want me on college campuses because, you know, the students don't like me. I'm like, dude, you perform at the bequest of others. If what you do is beyond those others, they're not going to have you. You cannot demand this. You're not you're not you give them free speech, not a free platform. Right. And that's what you can't get people to understand. You do not get a platform. If I say I don't want you on my platform, you will not be on my platform. Good point. You're giving free speech, not a free platform. Exactly. So you can say what you want, and you also don't get free control of the reaction. You can't yeah. pull back a bullet. You know what I'm saying? You can't pull it back. So you can't you can't put spilled milk back in the jar. So when you say something, you either man enough to take what come with it, to quote the late great Pimp C before I move on, and I fight go with it. And I fight come with it. See, that's, if you ain't saying that, then I don't respect you. That's really it. I don't you know, I don't beg for it, male couples. Yeah, I just yeah, be like, yeah. I'll apologize if I feel mm -hmm. honest about it, but if not, I ain't begging for it. And I fight go with it. And I fight come with it. That nigga, um, Kodak did eventually apologize. It was, you know, brief, Again, see be, that type begrudgingly half-hearted apology. Man, you can't trust that shit. But he did he try to He just know apologize. them Crips are on his ass. Because I didn't see online. They on his ass. And that's what I was worried about. They on his ass. What's sad is, and somebody brought this to my attention, what's sad is I appreciate Tank and the game and yes. Gilly and T.I. and BG Knockout and the Crips standing up for Nip. 
Yeah. And yeah. shutting this young man down and yep. his bullshit and his ignorance. I appreciate that. But I don't want this to be a violent situation. That's me. And see, I was about to say that. I don't want then this to be it just continues the it same continues Eric cycle. Holder, Nipsey Hustle cycle. Yeah, I want that. Like, to, when does it stop? And see, I said the same thing when old, when old dude reached in and kissed Beyonce the other day when I was thinking about it. I knew that Jay-Z is above the game now, but I'm like, people act like Jay-Z ain't stabbed on back in the day. We just had this conversation. So that was, I, I even put online, I hope this doesn't go south. I told people that. I said I hope And this was before That anything happened with Nipsey I said I hope this doesn't go south Because Jay Z Is Like people forget Like these guys are all from something So you don't know When you're playing with somebody's emotion So when you're playing with their loved one You know what I'm saying You don't do that You know what I'm saying This shit Overshadowed The rapper Tech Nine from Philly Oh my god I don't really want to use the word Overshadowed Because I don't want to make it a, a death competition yeah but a week before nipsey died battle rapper from philly named tech nine not tech nine from kansas city not yeah, the speed the beast lord not 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 the speed juggalo tech yeah. nine yeah but a battle rapper from philly named tech nine legendary url vet battle rap vet legend in the in the fucking game legitimately one of the first big stars of this pre-written era of battle rap i would probably compare him if you're comparing the ufc if you're comparing the url to the ufc then i would say tech nine is more like a tito chuck randy couture kind of like that first big star yeah um yeah and he died a week before nip so when nip died people stopped talking about him yeah that's some bad stuff that came out after the fact on that what what did you hear about tech well you know there was a case they had some pedophilia stuff on it okay uh and he was about to have to go to trial for that okay and um it's it's something to do with his uh an ex-girlfriend's daughter or something like that and they pretty much had some stuff on it and he was finna had to he was finna had to go to court on it. I think he was either getting sentenced or he's gonna get he's going to trial on it. I don't know. It was about to start basically. Mm-hmm. And I never get the sense. I gotta read more up on it, but I don't get the sense that I don't know if they're trying to say it was a, anything like whatever with that or I don't. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if they're saying he took his own life. Or I, I mean, I didn't really catch the full on breakdown of that, but I know that that case was coming out and. You know that came out after the fact too so he had that situation hanging over his head so that was tragic in all sorts of ways too so like so that you know he had that going on whether he was in you know you know he made i think he they had him dead the rights on that or something to that effect i can't say without with certainty but yeah man yeah so it's so like would you say on your part it's, it's speculation well, I can't say that because they really, when they got you on these court cases, they finna pretty much, when it's like that, when it's going to trial like that, nine times out of ten, like, you finna register as a sex offender and you may have to do some time. Right. Because, like, they got they got something. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that it even went there. You see what I'm saying? Because I know a lot of people with, the, like, a lot of men are sensitive right now with the accusatory stuff that's... Uh, yeah, the Me Too movement. But but the truth of the matter is, we from the hood. We know this shit been going on. Yeah. Let's not front. Like, we know motherfuckers took it too far. That's why I try to tell people. I'm like, man, you can't... Wrong is wrong and right is right. And don't matter how long you done did wrong and we looked the other way. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes wrong just... You know, the time for wrong just stops. You know what I'm saying? Like... Right now we're saying We need to stop killing on the block People need to stop You know Murdering each other Right and left Right It right. should have been the stop When is that Me Too moment going well, I, 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 You know what I'm saying I'll tell you this um, Moving back Toward hood violence And bullshit Yeah That shit ain't gonna never stop bro. Oh no It's all cause Niggas, it, it, niggas it comes is from, always Gonna be niggas Niggas is always Gonna kill themselves And I hate to say this But for a second For a brief second it came and it went. I lost faith in my people because for a brief second, I felt like, fuck giving back to the hood. As soon as a nigga gets some money, he should leave the hood. I felt like, fuck black folk. 
if this is what you get when you try to help him. I felt like that for a second, but I came back around. I came back around because it's fucked up to, to feel that way, number one. But number two, help is still needed in the hood, and there is a way to help and not be murdered yeah. doing so. Yeah, exactly. You know, so for a quick second, I felt like fuck the hood, fuck black folk. But then when I remembered people like Jay-Z, who gives just as much, if not more, than any rapper, and he ain't dead. Yeah. T.I. gives a lot, and he ain't dead. So you have to move a certain way. That's it. That's it. If you're going to go back to the slums, if you're going to go back to people who are desperate and have less than you, you have to move a certain way. Because the majority of the people in the hood may be good, but you got enough that ain't. Exactly. And you have to move a certain way. And it ain't just a black thing. Once you ascend that mountain, yeah, and you grab something and you get something and and you're given the the power and the resources to spread the happiness and wealth, and that's what you plan on doing, then you got to move a certain way. Exactly. You're going to have people that are jealous. You're going to have people that are that hate themselves so therefore they the reflection that 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 polar opposite reflection they see in you they want to kill that and see that's what that's what ti talked about. and that's what ti was the, talking it's about the, it's the high vibration it's the high vibration and that's why a lot of people when they win the lottery they miserable or when they do whatever because you know when you were just low a lot of people just left you alone and they treated you better but or you see a lot of football players and people like that when they get their little money they family bleed them dry they family you know, people like that they bleed you dry because you become their meal ticket. You ain't even you ain't even your their cousin anymore. And people see you a certain kind of way. Or well, I even think about a young man around here at UAB that was from Notre Dame. And we talked about most rappers getting killed at home. But this is another instance of what of a young man played for Notre Dame. Um what's you know, he had some issues with grades. Uh, so, but he came to another academic university because he had the grades to get in another academic university like UAB. They were going to give him a second chance at football, like there, and he did it. And you know he was part of the rebuild and everything. And everybody loved him. And the coach, like, and because the coaches retired his jersey, he never touched the field. He went back home to Florida, went to some random little club in Florida. If you've seen the club, you'd be like, "What?" I'm sure he must have got into it with some local whatever, and or oh, something happened. Who knows? And he got killed. I know a guy that's doing time right now because. An altercation, like I said, that was just really avoidable. But a guy was starting some nonsense, and they, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's one of those type of things that you got to look at. That that's that's a problematic thing. Once you elevate to a certain levels, he wasn't even there yet. He hadn't got his NFL money. These guys are at the point where they ain't finna let you get your NFL money. If they see you going on that path, they be like, "Oh hell no, Joe ain't finna get out of here and leave me here. I'm finna stop this dude. Who he think he is?" Who he? Th- I don't care what he do. I'm gonna show him today. Like, no, you ain't finna show me nothing. Cause I'm finna be at the house. You gonna show me what? No, I'm gonna stay right at my house. And I'm like fifty. I bring the party to me. Um, you know, whatever. But like, no, you only a, a thorough few finna be around me. You feel me? You know, some people don't have their version of success. Yeah. Or let me rephrase it. Let me rephrase it. Some people don't have the same success that you have. They don't have that thing that they live for like you do. Yeah. And what's that's, that's true. But they may have their own version of it. Yeah, so exactly. What, yeah. what I'm saying is this like, if you're a Nipsey Hustle, then you wake up to everything that comes with being the rap king. Yeah. That's what you wake up to. That's what you go to bed to. That's the lifestyle you're living in. It's a beautiful life. Yeah. And you feel fulfilled because of that. Yeah. I'm Nipsey Hustle. I'm a rapper. I'm giving back to the hood. I got a beautiful uh, girlfriend, wife, beautiful kids. Everything's going good for me. That's your success. Yes. But when you're in the hood, your success is I'm respected in the hood. I got stripes. I got some bodies under my belt. So your success is different than his success. Yep. So that's why you have to separate yourself from niggas in the hood. Exactly. Because once you acquire lifelong sustaining success and you're going hard in your field, 
them niggas in the hood still gonna go hard in their field exactly. because they're looking at you like okay you a good rapper and you're successful at rapping but i'm successful at killing and trapping yep so you got to separate yourself from them they shouldn't be around you and you shouldn't be around them yep. you can no longer coexist in the same space space because yep. it's oil and water exactly at that point. the two lifestyles don't mix it, so yeah so you may look at them i may look at them as man them niggas in the hood is unsuccessful and they they are i'm not talking about all of them i'm just talking about the ones who are in this perpetual cycle of violence and bullshit yeah so we may look at them as these niggas is unsuccessful but in their mind they're a success story because they're the most respected in their hood they got more bodies than anybody they move more weight and they're they're winning in their world so if you feel like you're winning then what are you getting out of it and they're getting a lot out of that fucking lifestyle so i, I say all that to say this you gotta you gotta distance yourselves from them because they don't see anything wrong with what they're doing because it's in their mind it's working for them yeah because when they step in the club everybody know they got all the packs everybody know they're the hardest nigga in town so they're getting hood celebrity status from this destructive lifestyle they're living so you can't tell them hey man you need to change your ways it's gonna kill you you can't tell them that because they looking at you like i got ten thousand dollars in my pocket any hood i walk through niggas is gonna bow down to me i don't see why i'm not successful yep. i'm winning you gotta separate and that's why you gotta separate yourself from them because you can't tell them put the pack down put the pistol down that shit ain't gonna work for you because they're already hypnotized by the hood fame and the hood success yep and that's a dangerous place to be because that that thing that's killing you is bringing you some joy false joy but it's in your mind is bringing you some fucking joy man yeah that's it that's it and like a lot of that like i said there's a lot of like i told people there's a lot of self-destructive stuff going on in the community very self-destructive like a, a lot of people self-medicating um, like, cause, like, you know, that, like they said, the, the and mental, not the all, mentals, but we're not talking all, about a specific a type of no, say, person yeah, and yeah. situation. Well, you gotta think about it, cause poverty, number one, poverty <laughs> brings people's IQ down. They science has proven this. Uh, like when people talk about addiction and stuff, that's often people self-medicating. People aren't. People think all this stuff is moral, but it's really like the shit the society is doing to people. Like if you just being black in America, the shit that's that comes with mental stress. It comes with a lot of mental stress. It does. It does. So, like, and people don't want to accept that. I'm just being real. And, you know, anybody lash back at me, they can kiss my ass because you ain't lived it. You feel me? I ain't really going to debate with you. You know what I'm saying? So if you have lived it, you understand. If you don't want if you don't want to understand and you want to debate it, I don't give a damn. I don't give a fuck. That's, hey, that's the real deal. Bitch ass nigga, I don't give a fuck. Hey, you out of pocket. You need to check that expediently. Yeah, exactly. That nigga, T.I. let that nigga Kodak Black know you need to you need to get on that expediently. expediently. <laughs> and the internet ain't worth a damn. I'm gonna tell you something funny about that before we go on, cause we gotta talk about the Cardi B thing too. But man, what's hilarious? The internet ain't worth a damn. <laughs> when T.I. said that, he's on a video or something. We got like a little bump on his lip. <laughs> See, I had a bump on his lip. Yeah, and nigga yeah. said he need to check that herpes experience. That was about to say. I know that's what they said. I cried. I cried. I said the internet ain't worth a damn. This man trying to do the right thing. Y'all cutting on him like this. The simplex was kicking in. You need to get some medicine and aid expediently. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. You talked about the Me Too movement and you mentioned Cardi B, so let's get right into that yeah. shit. Yeah. Um I know chicks like Cardi B. Let's catch you motherfuckers up. Um, Cardi B, what was it? Instagram lives? Yeah. Some shit where you put your business out in the street. Yeah. Some app that helps you put your business out. I don't where, where, know. Where you shouldn't be doing. Some shit you shouldn't be doing, but that's a different conversation, different day. Cardi B was talking about how hard she's had to work and the shit that she's been through. And in her rant, she mentioned that shit got so desperate for her that as a stripper she had to take niggas back to the mosey wosey drug them up take their money and dip yep that's fucked up um it's not right where's the me too movement when it comes to cardi b well um because if if cardi b was a dude saying that same shit then that dude would be 
destroyed but ain't shit happened to cardi b so people are are, are screaming hypocrisy in this situation so well, I, I get it but let me say this and it is fucked up but i'll say this that's normal it's not right i'm not saying that but i don't know why people are acting surprised because that's what that's what prostitutes that's what strippers that's what the freak in the hood niggas use women to set dudes up it's every bait. second every day it's bait. they use women as bait yeah it happens all the time this is not a new phenomenon like bitches will get you killed that's, that's what it. i was taught that's it i was taught that women will get you fucking killed yep and when a woman is overly aggressive about fucking with you hey how you doing fred how you doing joe why don't you kick it with me damn you look good come come fuck with me i was taught never to bring women back to your house yep i was taught that before you chill with a chick let your homeboys know hey man i'm about to i'm about to knock off this pretty chick here's our address or here's where we going I was taught to take every precaution. Rubbers, you you need you need a magnum with, with, with a clip in it. You need a magnum as a rubber, and you, and goddamn it, you need all kind of magnums to protect your fucking self. Is my point. Yep. Have a magnum pistol and a magnum rubber, and let your niggas know what's going on. I, I'm rambling, but my point is, this shit ain't nothing new, man. And niggas in the hood are pretty much taught how to deal with that shit. You got to deal with that shit. if don't deal with her at all. Yeah, you have to be able to spot this chick from a mile away and keep your distance. Yep. But if you find yourself in that, in the grip of a succubus, then you have to really move accordingly, because that's what they do. They wait for you to naturally fall asleep, or they get you drunk, or they slip a Mickey, and they take every fucking thing from you. This is just how they get down. So when Cardi B said that shit, as fucked up as it was, as appalling as it was. It's nothing new. It happens all the time. And see, that's what I'm trying to say. Cause like, well, what I was saying about the whole Me Too movement, like, you know, first of all, that started by a black woman and like other women have hijacked it. But like what it is is it pretty much talks about, you know, out of the way shit that's done within our normal everyday culture. And it was never covered. Like the shit we knew in the hood, that motherfucker, you had Chester Child Molester, you had you know what I'm saying Uncle Touch Bad Touch And all these other dudes That were running around here Doing crazy shit And nobody was saying Anything about it And a lot of women Were like They were going through Like horrible um, Situations Because of this So When you talk about The Me Too movement That's really What that's about And that's not saying That it don't apply It's not saying That men Are not also a part of it in the sense that you got like these high school teachers and stuff like that sleeping with young men and all they getting caught up and jammed up because that happens as well so that's got it's me too moment they ass need to be locked up too and we all say that but this instance like what i try to tell guys is don't try to look for the same thing because yes she wrong for this shit like anybody do this shit we know this 100 it ain't no what ain't no bones about it but I can't really, I can't compare, even though, you know, you don't compare apples to apples. But in this instance, this is like when Rick Ross came to her aid. And he, he was talking, I was talking about that lifestyle in that bar, that whatever. I'm like, no, drugging people and doing shit outside of their will, especially if it's sodomy or rape, that's bad. Now, if she said, yeah, man, man, I drug these dudes and I, I, come, I let I get put a strap on on and I wear them out. Or I drug these dudes and I, you know, I bring my friend in that's a tranny and he just do the, go to town on these dudes and they just wake up and they don't know what went on. Mm-hmm. Now, then I'd be like, hell no, this, this mother need to go straight to jail. So, and, now, hold on. Right. But I'll try to remind people, this is no different than what, what uh, your man 50 Cent and all these other dudes did without the drugging. They just did it with a pistol. Right. This is strong arm robbery. This ain't rape. This robbery. ain't rape. This is robbery. Like people don't understand. There is a difference. Get your crimes right. Now, if if dude come forward and say yes, she came in and she she robbed me, and I woke up, my duke was so everything was messed up. <laughs> I felt violated. You know, I was all my over asshole. Like, was, and I'm sorry, I'm laughing, was guys. Open. Yes. So if he, if they come in and say all of this stuff, you know, and I'm sorry, guys, because see now somebody coming to see you laughing at that shit. But uh, I'm not, cause it's bad. Fuck it. 
Yeah, we here now. Yeah, we here now. Y'all gonna live with it. But if you come in and say, "Hey, I felt some sort of way, something happened," because they said a victim supposedly came forward, um, and want to press charges on her, and they can prove something that something happened, and yeah, he and all right, if this dude got sexually assaulted and robbed by Cardi B or by his her associates, then yes, or if he got violently beat up. And Rob, while he was unconscious, you know, by Cardi B's associates, press charges. That's you and yes, that's what that's supposed to happen. But we talking about rape, like when they talk about stuff. Cause a lot of people trying to throw out the R. Kelly, or they trying to throw out like Bill Cosby. Like, it's just not the same. It's not the same. Yeah, I, like I with Bill Cosby, that. you got women. Even with that, like even though a lot of women jumped on, you can say they jumped on a bandwagon with him to try to get him too. But you know, he was doing something at some point. You know, it's like again, it's it's a watershed. You feel me? Because at some point, you end up at that watershed moment where, yeah, you were doing a little tacky shit and it eventually caught up with you, right? You had, you had a little, everybody got their kink. So he had a kink. Like, and you had some women, they were like, hey, I'm good with the kink. You know, I just don't want to be drugged. You know, we can do whatever. I just don't want to be drugged. And he's like, no, you got to be sleep, baby. You got to be sleep. You know, like, it's like, and that's the way it was. And then you got this, the whole grooming situation with R. Kelly that they they didn't call. This dude can't stop. Like you didn't you didn't got questioned for a crime. You didn't got caught on tape. You didn't got off the crime, and here you go again. They didn't got you again. Like you know what I'm saying. And you even finna get another meal couple in the fact that the lawyer that was going after you, he just got in trouble for some with Apple. So you may get a break here. How many times are you gonna do this before people just say, "Look, man." Bruh, somebody either gonna kill you or you just gonna run out of bullets and you'll get out of if you if somebody said you deal something, you need to be like, I don't even wanna be around women. I want one to two women around me. They're gonna be well what no, I don't even just give them away from me. I just I can't have it. Like it's ridiculous. I ain't but to lose it. If that's if you if you feel like you've been this wrong and stuff like that, why are you still doing what you're doing? You feel me? That's just saying that I got a problem and I can't get past it. So when I look at somebody like Cardi B, this is the strong arm robbery that we all know about in the hood. It's just another form of it. But it like, ain't rape. It I, ain't I rape. I agree with you. You know, like if so, it, so do you think people are making too big of a deal? Yes, because you got too many men. They they've been waiting for a moment to say ha ha. And I said, man, don't get caught up in that. Like if I see, I don't rape people. You feel me? That's just not what I do. You know what I'm saying? So when they say when they out here talking about these men out here raping, I say, okay, yeah, there are some guys out here raping people. You need to send their ass to jail. I got, I got a mother. I got, you know, daughter. I'll, no, I don't want motherfuckers doing that shit, right? So I'm not with bad people. I'm not co-signing no bad shit. I'm not riding for you and your bullshit. If somebody say, well, that's all men. I ain't never heard nobody say that. But what are some feminists out there to say? I don't care about those. Those are what you call stupid people. If somebody puts everybody in one category, just immediately, don't argue with them. They are idiots. Okay? We not going to do that. All right? But I'm not riding for no damn criminals either. You know, that's why I keep trying to tell people. When people be trying to ride for R. Kelly, or even I'm not riding for Cardi B being a goddamn thief. I mean, I'm not riding for none of it. You feel me? But I know she's a thief, and right now I'm gonna just put in the thief category. But not the I ain't rapist. putting it in the rapist category. That's yet. fair. That's fair. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, yet. yet. Now, if, if somebody what... pop up and be like, "I got forensic evidence, so I can, I feel like she did this to me, and I feel violated, and they can prove it in court." Hey, it is what it is. I'm you gonna put it in the other category. But right now, I'm just putting her in the in the, in the gram. She's a damn a robber. So that's no like. It, there's a lot of dudes that will stick up kids and drug deal i mean you listening to rap music when you got dudes talking about i flip the most packs and i do all of this and i'm gonna do this and i'll be the bitch ass and i'm a pimp and i'll whoop your ass and i'm like wait a minute how the hell you gonna listen to this and you shocked that somebody said they robbed somebody i'm just i can't do this now if she like i told you again if she had a friend that came in and said hey i had you know i drugged these guys my friend came in post-op a pre-op just tore him up or I had a friend from jail that came in tore him up you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and you know we laugh about it and just pull look on them and, and take all their money and walk out I said oh that's terrible they need to send her to jail that Me Too movement need to be on that them dudes need some vindication but if they just saying like hey I robbed these dudes you know I got them drunk cause like there's dudes that talk about that on tour they talk about going on tour with these groupies 
And this, these ain't even like group is setting people up because you know you're in an unfamiliar town, and they yeah. see you as a sweet Fox. spot. Thoughts, they see you as a sweet spot. Thoughts, you don't go back to their neighborhood. Groupies, exactly. Freaks, exactly. All that shit. Yeah, they go, you go back to their neighborhood. And like one dude, like he was talking about he was on tour. You can look at this on YouTube. And he's like, he learned a lesson because he said he was saving all his money. He would get like $200 a night. But he was saving up his money. So, and he'd only been to like two to three spots, right? And he got with this girl or whatever like that, took her back to the hotel room. Cause you know, he that was his whole thing. He was always tricking off the girls on tour and just messing around and just just living his wild young life on the road. And like, uh, you know, they got it in, did whatever they had to do. Uh, he fell to sleep. Uh, of course, you know, she run his pockets, uh, left him with $200. But took yeah she's a like nice girl yeah she's she, a nice she, girl she didn't take all of you know she, she didn't, didn't take, take all of his earnings yeah just took you know left him with two hundred dollars and that was it so it's one of them type of things that that's what you got to look at like that's that's that you hate to say the game but you can't talk about pimp culture you can't like hip hop has draped itself in pimp whole culture so hard. That when Cardi B says something like this, it just goes with pimp hope culture. You know, this is this is not like if Miss Sue Stevenson up the street says she did this, it would be even worse. You feel me? But this is all a part of that culture, and we know this, and it's a robbery. Like I don't expect you to rob me in a nice way. I don't want you to rob me at all. Yeah. I don't want you to rob me at gunpoint. I don't want you to drug and rob me. I don't want you to. I don't want you to strong arm. Rob, I don't. Rob I don't. Me. I don't want you to break into my uh, 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 internet accounts and rob me. I don't. I don't want you to rob me. And that's what this is. This is robbery. Now, yes, the bitch, person. The person could rob an ass. Bitch. Yep. Now, I'm just surprised like she, if she did it that one time, I know she did it multiple. Oh, she times. didn't did that multiple. So times. she's Those lucky type of to girls be alive. That's what I'm about to say. Those type of girls are bait, and that's what they do. And I'm gonna tell you again, because she's probably a part of some kind of clique. A lot of people get embarrassed. They know who to hit. They hit the little simp's. They hit dudes that are like they just starstruck by it. Like wow, because right. the guys that don't want nobody to know they're doing this, so they get the guy that's going out there for the first time. You know, like man, oh man, she's she amazing, man. I wonder can I get her? And they try to get her, and you know they don't want nobody to know what happened. They don't want to tell nobody, so they embarrassed, right? So you just take the fact that you got drugged and you got robbed by a prostitute, and you go on with your life, or you by somebody who's posing as a prostitute, and you go on with your life. The only thing we can say, and like any robbery, because somebody out there gonna say, but but Fred, what if they had gave him too much, or he was taking another medicine and the drugs, what you call it, and he got sick, had an erection, and he died? That is correct. But that's like any other robbery that is strong arm. If I pull a pistol on you, and I don't intend to kill you, and you you know get a little rabbit, and make a move on me or something like that, and it goes off. And you fall over dead Or if I just pull it out too quick And I didn't expect to And boom This has happened Person's dead So now you are wanted for murder Or I just get a little rabbit And, and boom boom You dead Right So sometimes yep. Robbery at strong arm Turns into murder So The same thing there Like that's Now The person's got a case there If they want to come forward And say look This They drug me and I had a, it, it, you know, whatever. But now you gotta admit that you were soliciting prostitution. So mm-hmm. it's all, it's a double-edged sword. That's why this stuff don't come forward because you're in a criminal market where you. It's like saying, man, I was trying to buy drugs from this dude. <laughs> I was trying and to buy he drugs. He cheated me. He cheated me. Then he robbed me. I didn't get I'm my drugs. Call the police on you and make sure that you treat me fairly as a drug customer exactly this is how you do all your customers this crack is burnt exactly so like i'm like so that's that's basically where i look at the cardi b thing i'll just be looking at it like they knew soft spots they knew simps they knew first timers they knew you know what i'm saying yeah they knew who the fuck Exactly. They ain't finna mess with no G's. They ain't finna mess with no dudes from the block that they know savages ain't gonna come back and kill everybody up in there like they be waiting for them wherever they live they ain't finna do that they gonna mess with the dudes who gonna be ashamed don't wanna talk about it ain't gonna get street justice cause I mean you even take a look at like when I talk about what happened with Mystical and how he just went off the deep end when that lady stole money from him he that lady stole money from him and he went way off the deep end to get hood justice see you don't mess with dudes like that because he like with the whole rape thing and bringing in other dudes to get involved with the rape and all this other stuff that was like you see what i'm saying 
that, so they know not to mess with guys like that because they know these dudes are too tied to it. They gonna go you mess know, with I don't some, think, what's called it. And I guess we'll close on this, but I don't think when Mystical did that. I don't think that he thought he was raping her. Exactly. Does it make it? That doesn't make it right. That that doesn't change the outcome of the situation. But I don't think he thought he was raping her. I think he was just on some shit like you owe me, and this is how. This is one of the ways you can pay it back. We gonna set you out again. That's stuff that happens in the hood all the fucking time. Yeah, but see that and not that, right, but it happens all the fucking and see, time. And that's what I was about to say. And the problem came in because, like, you know, even when they talked about that case, a deal was made for him and her just mess around, right? But it was just happening that he calling other people and they trying to videotape it, and they just were taking it to the umph degree. And you don't know what what is going on while they taking it to the umph degree. So. When you're doing that type of thing, it's kind of like, uh, you know what I mean? That's that's what gets these dudes. And that's why I said, so them the type of dudes that know those type of women and those type of setups never go for it. Like when I tell people, well, as we closing out, I want you to think about songs like, it's even put in rap songs. You remember Mr. B by 8-Ball and MJG? Yeah. You remember the last, the, the, the last ball while he was just talking about the girl set him up? And the guys broke right. in the room, you know, and I killed them with my fucking tech. Mm-hmm. Right? You know what I'm saying? You can't stop me long live Mr. Big, oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So basically that that was he was talking about a setup. That's how that game played. Also, you look at Puff Daddies, I love you, baby, with Black Rob. There's a song on that. Think about that. I love you, baby. No, you don't. You drive me crazy. That was about a girl. Who a businesswoman who pretty much set him up, and then dudes were gonna run in and try to take him out, but yeah. he peeped it. You feel me? Yeah. And yeah, then they the, got the, they plotted the, the to get revenge old, on him. Use a woman as bait trick. Yeah, that's it. So that's you know that's the old Matrix, the girl in the red dress. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So that's the whole thing. Like like I said, there are beautiful, dangerous creatures out here, and they set up for simps. And they know when they got a simp on the hook. Because the simp is like, they're going to play that simp up. When they know the simp ain't biting, they're going to move on to the next. You know what I'm saying? If they can get somebody to bite, they're going to they gonna, they gonna bite. And, you gonna, you know, that's the game. And, and we, I ain't saying it's good. it, But it's it's not as tied. Now, if the guys come out again, I repeat this again. And say, you know, they were assaulted. Uh, yeah. And people and somebody will be like, well, how do they know they were assaulted? They were knocked out. I'm like... Look, man, people generally know they were assaulted. Right. So if they actually felt some sort of way about whatever happened, uh, then they could. With that gaping asshole, yes, they know. Yes, they know some things occur. Yeah, they know some shit happened. So right. so basically, that's that's the way I look at it. And I, like I said, I chalk it up to, like, I think she's stupid for actually coming out saying that type of stuff. Uh, but, I mean, it's one of them type of things, being honest about yourself. And like the guys talk about, again, they robbery. I mean, come on, man. Right. I mean, half these dudes in the game talking about, man, I used to rob folks, man. I used to be a stick-up kid, you know. And that reminds me. I was saying that Nipsey Hussle's victory lap should have beat her album out for album of the year. Oh, it should have. But, see, this again, this is, goes back to what we said about hip-hop. I was saying this shit months ago. Man, look. Around that time. When the whole Grammys was going, I didn't down. even count her album in the album of the year thing. But you know, the victory lap should have been album of the year. Yeah. And I'm just not saying that because he passed away. Well, you, no. It's documented. You can listen to previous shows. Yeah. And I felt like you know. Well, again, again, this I'm, is I'm, I'm proud of her and what she's accomplished and her hustle. I think it's just album of the year in the sense of dance. I think in hip hop, I think Nipsey Hussle's weight rank album definitely ranks way higher than hers in like hip hop. Like as far as you talking about just the weight of an album, like but her. I mean, it's still shit. He still should have got that Grammy for album yeah. of the year. Oh yeah, but I, oh I know he don't get that Grammy because Grammy don't like Winchester Cathedral beat the Beatles. Jeffro Toll beat Metallica. Man, you fuck ain't fit them. You're not gonna get Nipsey should have got the Grammy. Yes. Oh, I'm gonna tell you, you ain't getting no Grammy. It, 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 fuck the politics. Fuck what yeah. could happen, didn't happen. Oh, no. I'm just saying that. Oh, I agree with you, but the Grammys ain't I, I, shit. I feel I'm what just being real with you. The Grammys just literally, literally, and lyrically ain't shit, and they ain't gonna no. respect hip hop as a genre. 
They well, ain't. He got robbed. That's all. Yeah, yes, he did, and he's amongst the. He's in now. He's in a long line amongst a long line of, of people who get robbed. Speaking <laughs> of robbery, exactly. And they didn't even get sedated. It was just straight up. They just walked in the house and like run the jewels, run your shit, nigga. Run your shit. Like it's this. a track meet. <laughs> <laughs> and they're off. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> This has been another episode of the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show. R.I.P. Nipsey Hustle. Nipsey motherfucking hustle. You will be missed. Yes. There will never be another nigga like you. And we're out. No more. I think it's time to grow. Yeah. Homie, you better know. Tell you know it's time to grow. This is a Fourth Coast Media production. Fourth Coast?